Have you ever wondered who is doing the research that will impact your future? The Research Podcast lets you meet those people and learn how the University of Kentucky is exploring and strengthening our understanding of the world through research and discovery. Here's Alicia Gregory, Director of Research Communications. Today I'm talking with Kristen Ashford. She is the Assistant Dean of Research and an Associate Professor in the UK College of Nursing. In 2016, Ashford won the Sarah Bennett Holmes Award. This award honors female employees at UK who have achieved professional and personal success while promoting the growth and well-being of all women. With funding from the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services, the Kentucky Department for Public Health, and the National Institute on Drug Abuse, Ashford's research focuses on preterm birth prevention. So if you think about an umbrella, um, what encompasses preterm birth, there's several different aspects. It's really a multifaceted disease process. Uh, there's not just one gene that affects preterm birth. So I do a variety of types of research projects. Um, some of them involve tobacco, because we know tobacco is the most modifiable risk factor associated with poor pregnancy outcome in preterm birth. So certainly any of the research I do has to take into account tobacco or tobacco exposure or even secondhand smoke exposure. Um, I'm also looking at new innovative ways to provide prenatal care. Uh, we found uh, this new type of research called Centering Pregnancy. And what that is, it's group prenatal care that offers a lot of support to women, especially vulnerable women, low-income women, um, potentially even women with high-risk categories. And so what we found is the women that um, have these more, have increased stressors, um, they benefit from this support. And it actually has been shown to reduce their risk for preterm birth. Okay, so how did you first get interested in this field of research? My nursing career started out as a labor and delivery nurse. I was a labor and delivery nurse for 10 years, and certainly it's one of the most happy places to work as a nurse. I absolutely loved it. Um, and so in that role, I began to also see sometimes births that aren't so happy or aren't so healthy. Um, and specifically, the births that I was really focused on were preterm births. And the additional stressors that the moms and the families had to go to when they experienced a preterm birth, it really um, got me interested in, in how to help these women more, not only reduce their risk, but also to help them emotionally cope with a preterm birth. You got your PhD from UK. Why did you decide to stick around? I'm originally from Wisconsin, but my husband is from Lexington area. And so we have four children, and um, we want to stay in the Lexington community. So it really made sense for me to find a postdoctoral opportunity that was here at UK. And I just love UK. Let's talk a little bit about your NIDA-funded eSIG project. How is eSIG used during pregnancy putting Kentucky babies at risk? And then how is your intervention trying to make a difference with that? Women of childbearing age are the population that is at the fastest usage rates for electronic cigarettes. And so certainly, women of childbearing age include pregnant women. And we don't know a lot about the long-term effects of electronic cigarettes in health and specifically in pregnancy. And so it's gonna be really important for us to understand how tobacco via an electronic cigarette can adversely affect childbirth outcomes. Um, we, what we do know is that 
Tobacco causes birth defects in pregnancy. That's known. That's undebatable. And so it's very clear that electronic cigarettes contain tobacco. So certainly there's risks associated that with electronic cigarette use in pregnancy. I think one of the most important things that we're learning now is that most women that are using electronic cigarettes in pregnancy are also simultaneously using traditional cigarettes. So we have this phenomenon of dual use. So it potentially electronic cigarettes may not be as harmful as traditional. Potentially they could be more. But then we have this dual usage concept that they're using both during pregnancy. So there's a lot to learn about this area. In addition to tobacco use, I think some women don't understand the importance of how secondhand smoke exposure can affect their pregnancy as well. And I th think that women that are in homes with people that smoke don't realize that they're putting themselves as high as a risk if they're actually smoking during pregnancy. So I think more education to nursing students, to nurse professionals, to health professionals in general about the significant impact of secondhand smoke exposure on birth outcomes is very important. So tell us a little bit more about the Centering Pregnancy Program. The Centering Pregnancy Grant was a Medicaid grant that we got three years ago to examine the impact of Centering Pregnancy, which is group prenatal care, on preterm birth. And so what we did here at UK is we put women in high-risk groups. Traditional Centering Pregnancy puts all women together, whether or not they have one risk factor, two risk factors. but. Our UK program actually wants to put women together that have more in common with one another. So in addition to being put in the group about the same time that they're pregnant, they also are put in based on their most high risk factor for preterm birth. So for example, we have a group of women that is just tobacco users. We have a group of women that are diabetic. We also have a group of women that are addicted to opioids. And we also have a Hispanic centering group. So we're really finding that women that are put together with common interests, common pregnancy uh, time periods, as well as high risk factors has really helped reduce their risk for preterm birth. So how is partnering with Kentucky Health Departments critical to that component of your, your research? I think it's really important to reach out to the community when you're doing research. And health departments are in every county of Kentucky. And I've had the opportunity to work with Dr. Ruth Ann Shepard at the Department of Maternal Child Health. And she is also very interested in reduction of preterm birth because Kentucky does rank high among adverse pregnancy outcomes, not only preterm birth, but also low birth weight. Our women in Kentucky also have high obesity rates as well as uh, opiate use, use rates. So trying to address these types of chronic health issues in local communities is really important. Uh, so what we're doing right now is we're going to be piloting our Centering Pregnancy Project in several eastern and western Kentucky counties. And so hopefully we'll be able to offer those women the benefit of Centering Pregnancy as well. What is the most challenging aspect of your work? I think sometimes when you're dealing with vulnerable women that have addiction, certainly tobacco and women addicted to opiates, their addictions, 
think certainly sometimes it can be frustrating to not have them have the outcome that you want. You know, we can provide the tools, we can provide the support, but we can't necessarily make all women's behaviors change. And so sometimes that can be frustrating, but I think ultimately if we give them the tools, even though it may not be successful this time in potentially a research study or intervention, hopefully they'll use those tools later on in life and hopefully get some benefit from that. What has been the most rewarding moment or moments in your research? I think any time that you can prolong a pregnancy, it is a rewarding experience. Certainly we know that there's high stress, high family dynamics related to a sick child. And so if you can prevent a child from being sick, prevent that family stress, and prevent lifelong complications associated with that risk, that's extremely rewarding. In March, you received the Sarah Bennett Holmes Award from the UK Women's Forum. What was your reaction to that recognition? When I received the Sarah Bennett Holmes Award, I was just surprised. I was humbled. I was just really uh, appreciative and just felt such a sense of warmth and acceptance. And I was just honored that I was recognized with such outstanding women. And in the spirit of Sarah Bennett, um, I felt like I had a, somewhat of a connection with her. Uh, we both were mothers of four children. Uh, both were professors here at UK. And um, both had had hardships in our lives. And uh, like most women, I think, I don't know that we can necessarily get through life without having some hardships, but it was just really meaningful. And um, I, that is one of the most special awards I think I've received to date. Tell me a little bit about what you like most about the community here at UK. Well, I've been here at UK for 23 years, so there's obviously lots of things that I like about the community of UK. I like that we have really a multifaceted mission. We, we encompass education, we prioritize research, dissemination of research and community involvement and service. And I think really that's the full package. And I think one in itself, I think some universities may just strive to really be great in one, but I think UK really strives to be great in all three. And I think that's what's important. I think if you don't uh, disseminate your research, get in the community and do community service, do education with our undergraduate and graduate students, it's just, it's just kind of wasted. So I really feel like um, UK does a wonderful job with all three missions. Thank you for listening to The Research Podcast. To subscribe to our podcasts on SoundCloud or iTunes, search University of Kentucky Research Media and visit our site, reveal.uky.edu.